So if you ask for the short story of how I ended up working for a grocery store in Canada in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic, I would tell you that it's because I got dumped. Like big time dumped for the girl he told you not to worry about type of dumped. But I'll take you back to early 2018. I was living in Anchorage, my hometown. I had three great roommates. I had a cool job and I loved living there, but uh, I had decided it was time to advance my career. And so I applied to a bunch of grad schools all over the place. And when I got my official acceptance into McGill University in Montreal, Quebec, I was excited. I wanted to experience living in a big city and my family had since moved to the East Coast. So it was the right fit but I still knew that leaving Alaska was really gonna hurt. And one reason was because I accidentally started to date someone right after I made that decision to apply to school. We didn't really meet. We had run in the same social circle in Anchorage for a long time, but our timing finally aligned. And so we shared this magical fairy tale Alaskan summer full of kayaking and hiking and camping. And by the end of the summer, we had to make that tough decision if we were gonna do long distance. And I was very hesitant, but <laughs> as many of us do, I have a thing for Alaska boys and it also felt like something familiar I could bring with me while everything else about my day-to-day -day life started to change. So I arrived in Montreal the fall of 2018. It wasn't the first time I had lived outside, but I quickly start to feel really out of my element here. And one reason is because everyone speaks French. And even though I had studied French, the accent here is so, so thick, I couldn't understand a word. And I also noticed that everyone here is really fashionable and wears black and nice shoes. And here I am, zipping up my neon blue Patagonia, pulling on my extra tufts, standing out in the middle of the city as this fiercely loyal Alaskan. Despite feeling a little out of sorts here, I, I did have that person back home who I really cared about and I could share all my new experiences with him and that, that felt good. So the first year of long distance goes pretty well. Last summer, in between my first and second years of school, that's when things started to feel a lot harder. Um, he had made a new group of friends. They all happened to be female. He started spending a lot of time with them, almost all his free time, and they're posting these cool photos of camping trips and boating trips, and I'm just noticing like the less time he's spending talking to me. And I'm also noticing just how close he's sitting next to her in those photos, and why does he have his arm around her? So I bring up these thoughts to him, but he reassures me that anything I'm feeling, any doubts I'm having are just because of the physical distance. So we survived that tough summer and we meet up last fall to attend his friend's wedding. And after that, we have a sad but otherwise normal goodbye in some Virginia airport. We make it home and a few days later, I get a text from him. He decides to share that he's questioning our future. So now we have to find a time to talk. There's the four hour time difference to think about. So we find a weekday evening. It's um, October by this point. I call him on FaceTime and the moment he answers the phone, my stomach just drops. You can still get a really strong gut feeling even if you're 4,000 miles away from someone, it turns out. And it also turns out that getting dumped on FaceTime does not reflect the expectations we've set as a society for what getting dumped should look like. There's no chance to stand up and stomp around and slam the door and yell. Like you're just left sitting there, tears streaming down your face, like trying to figure out what angle looks cute. And then at some point he decides the breakup's over. He hangs up. I'm left sitting there alone in this tiny studio apartment in this city that doesn't feel like my home. 
to make matters worse, I had just received a scholarship that was gonna allow me to do my field work back in Anchorage in a few weeks. That same week, my bike tire gets stolen, my car gets towed, and my apartment is undergoing construction. The walls are literally falling down around me. I feel like I'm this Alaskan girl stranded out east. I feel like Alaska has just rejected me. Like, I started to question my Alaskanness, having spent so much of my 20s pursuing my education and jobs outside. And this person I thought that anchored me back home has just cut me loose. So I'm devastated, but the winter semester rolls around and I, I turned down that scholarship, so I need a part-time job. And I see that the corner grocery store on my street is hiring cashiers, which I figure will be a pretty great side gig, you know, calm and also a perfect opportunity to practice more French and really immerse myself here and stay distracted. So I start working in late February, March rolls around. I'm feeling more comfortable in that position, but then Friday, March 13th comes around and we wake up and everything has changed. Like yesterday I was a cashier and then on Friday, March 13th, I'm an essential worker. So I still have to go to work and the owners quickly arm us with um, two bottles of potent alcohol cleaner and latex gloves. And about a week into this, they hang up the plexiglass that separates us from customers. And I was just awestruck watching them put it up. I felt like I was witness to the beginning of our world's new normal. And all of the small talk at the grocery store quickly shifts to COVID talk. And I can assure you there are no French textbooks that prepare you to speak produce pandemic vocabulary, but I quickly picked up the basics. But something about witnessing the global crisis from here makes the homesickness even worse. I find myself reading ADN every day. I am worried for Alaskan small businesses, and more than anything, I wish I was hunkering down in that wild and beautiful state. But working at the grocery store has challenged my hard feelings about Montreal. People thank me all the time for working, and I get to celebrate with people who find flour and dry yeast on our shelves. And my accent gives me away, always, as not being from here, but it does invite questions about where I am from, and I get to revel in the surprise that comes over someone's face every time I say Alaska. I, I might lack a sense of closure from a lot of the things I experienced here. I won't even get to celebrate my graduation with my classmates this month. But what I have found emerging from some heartache is rainbows and apartment windows. I'm growing more comfortable being uncomfortable and more than anything, I have leaned on a group of friends who I know will always be in my corner, no matter the distance. And that in itself is enough. Thank you.